0: Welcome to the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show, 20 minutes or less of power-packed strategy to disrupt your thinking, elevate your mindset, and help you scale your sales online. I'm Kelly Roach, let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back. This is another live episode of the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show. Thanks for hanging out with me here today. For those of you that are joining us for the very first time, my name is Kelly Roach. I'm the founder of the Unstoppable Entrepreneur, the world's number one business incubator where we help entrepreneurs from around the globe make six and seven figure leaps in their online businesses. And today we're really digging into the journey from seven to eight figures. This actually was a topic of discussion that had come up in my legacy leaders group. And, you know, it was a Facebook post. And I said, the answer to that question is definitely more than a Facebook post. So I said, you know what, I will record an episode to talk about what that journey has entailed for us, how we made it happen, and how you can too. And so I think tonight's episode will be uh, hopefully super enlightening for you guys and give you some great takeaways that you can apply to your business to help you elevate to the level that you really want to position yourself in the market. So welcome back, everybody. Say hello as you join. So if you're just joining me, make sure you click above the caption where it says StreamYard and allow StreamYard to show your name so that I can say hello to you and so that I can welcome you to the show and so that I can interact with you. And I want to be able to know who you are versus having it just say Facebook user. So I would so love if you would uh, click that little button there and allow StreamYard to allow us to interact. I also want to share before I dig into today's content, that I'm going to be taking questions live at the end. So I would love to take some questions live at the end of today's show. So uh, listen in, lean in, and I invite you to post your questions uh, around the 30-minute mark so that I have the opportunity to review those in the chat and uh, hopefully serve each and every one of you guys that are tuning in today at the highest possible level. So first of all, thanks to everyone for tuning in. In today's show, we are going to dig into the five big rocks of really how we made the transition from being a seven to becoming an eight figure CEO and brand online. And I'm going to be walking through the five core components of how you can make it happen too. And no matter where your business is today, I think the principles that we're going to talk about in today's session are relevant and meaningful, no matter what age or stage your business is in. So whether or not you are on this journey right now, I guarantee there are going to be golden nuggets that will absolutely uh, impact how you see your business, and what you're going to implement. So let's go ahead and get started. Number one, first and foremost, you have to be able to generate revenue and cash injections in your business that align with the volume needed to create hyper growth. And that has to be coupled and go hand in hand with fiscal responsibility in your business. You can get to the seven figure mark pretty well if you work really, really hard and if you do some of the right things. But going from seven to eight figures, you have to much more closely manage your expenses and make sure that you are producing revenue in the right way and able to sustain and maintain profitability right? By managing what's coming in and what's going out and really making sure that you're making the right investments in the right places to allow you to maintain and sustain profitable growth. Okay. So number one is revenue growth on a scaled up level combined with fiscal responsibility. So it means one, there's enough money coming in. And two, you're managing the money going out and you're making sure that as the money is going out, it's going into the right places that are going to allow you to continue to grow and scale. And I'm going to talk to you today about one of, you know, some of those important investments and where you'll be focusing your money. But first and foremost, you have to dial in a specific system for scaled up revenue generation. And in order to do that, you have to repeat it often enough and consistently enough for you to have mastery of it. So for those of you that know me well and are a part of my community, the simplest and easiest way to do that is to Learn the live launch method and to follow the exact recommendation, which we both teach and we practice. We do exactly what we teach, which is that we execute the live launch method once every six to eight weeks. And that has been the primary catalyst in taking us from seven to eight figures. Okay. So, number one, you have to have a mechanism dialed in. And in order to have a mechanism dialed in, You have to do it consistently enough and frequently enough that you can know and understand your metrics. You can make changes and and small, nuanced revisions to what you're doing to improve the performance and the ROI without creating massive changes that create disruption in your ability to evolve the business. And these are very, very different things. So there's a difference between making underlying changes in your launch to improve it versus creating an entirely new or different launch new or different product or program one of the biggest things that will prevent you from scaling from seven to eight figures is constantly starting over one of the biggest risks to all entrepreneurs that want to scale is distraction absolutely without a doubt distraction kills most entrepreneurial dreams and, and getting bored and wanting to start something new or change or rearrange what you're doing or getting impatient and continually saying, you know, I was going to do this, but now I'm going to do this instead. Um, that's that's one of the biggest things. And, you know, if, if you look at great athletes, great athletes have a very high level mastery of the fundamentals, they run drills. You look at a basketball player, for example. What do they do? They run drills. You know, for for shooting from the foul line, shooting shooting from half cart uh, half court. Um, you know, they're they're running drills over and over again to master the basic fundamentals. And the same thing applies to business. And you know, most people think that in order to scale, there's some secret that if you learn this trick oh this is one of our brand new this is going to be one of our fall releases coming out with get for courage the mother hustler long sleeve tee i'm so excited that we're finally releasing this we had the tank top previously and uh now we are releasing the long sleeve which i'm super pumped about okay so you know most people think that scaling is going to come down to some magic trick or some massive, you know, different breakthrough that, you know, people aren't sharing or that you don't currently know. And for most of you guys that know me and have been studying the methodologies that I teach and are a part of this community, you already know the live launch. And for most of you, if you run a service based business, the easiest way to uh, have a catalyst to take you, you know, from, you know, a million dollars in revenue to multi millions to to eight figures and beyond, you know, is going to be mastery of your live launch. But there's a lot of other things that couple with that. But but having the discipline to not keep changing it over and over again, and having the discipline to actually execute your cycles is at the very top of the list. So that's number one. Number two, you have to be able to generate leads at scale. So I know some people, for example, that They've mastered the the concept of launching, but they haven't been able to generate leads at scale. And if you can't generate leads at scale, you can't scale revenue. So you have to either get yourself to the point where A, your ambassador program is so scaled up and so robust that you can generate enough leads through that to be able to accomplish your goals or you have to be able to dial into some form of advertising that will allow you to generate leads at scale. Now, for me personally, I believe in a hybrid. We do both. We have a scaled up ambassador program and we scale ads. And I personally believe that that is the best way to go because one is the most dangerous number in business. We know that from Dan Kennedy, right? One of the founders of internet marketing. So, you know, I think a hybrid model is the best way to go. And by the way, I do believe that creating that hybrid model, when we came into the year this year and, you know, we had a target, um, from going in the low millions to the $20 million mark, you know, one of the, the most important decisions that I made was to focus on building out our internal ambassador program. And that has been a big part of this journey and process for us. It also breaks your reliance on uh, social media to be able to scale your revenue, which is huge as well. Now, I also don't recommend the reverse. I, I don't recommend that you rely solely on social media And I don't recommend that you rely solely on referrals. They're both dangerous to have as uh, the only way that you're building your business. And you probably won't get there on one singularly all alone. Okay. The other thing is, is you need to have people that can close in volume. Now, this might sound funny, but one of the biggest shocks that I had when I entered the online marketing space, and still one of the biggest things that shocks me about the internet marketing space is that the vast majority of online marketing and service-based businesses in the online world do not have a sales team. And I find it absolutely shocking that anyone would attempt to scale a business without having a dedicated sales team. So if you're listening to the show today, And you do not have a dedicated salesperson or sales team, I promise you that's one of the biggest things, both that will get you there or that will hold you back from getting there. Okay, so think about it from the outside in as if this wasn't your business and you were looking at someone else's and they said, I want to scale my sales. And you said, great, show me your sales team. And they said, I don't have one. Well, you would say, Okay, that's really strange. That doesn't make any sense at all. You want to scale your sales, but you don't have a sales team. Okay, that doesn't make any sense, right? So, you know, for us, we follow the 4X principle. This means that we are generating sales on a continual basis from all different entities throughout our organization, both the advisors, as well as our straight sales team. So advisors are concierging, right? They're concierging uh, the referrals. And then the sales team is concierging the prospects, okay? So we believe that anyone who is coming in direct contact with serving your clients should be should be also generating referrals from those clients. And that's a huge tip I'll give all of you guys. Whoever is in closest proximity to your clients should be generating referrals as one of their main focal points in how they uh, serve and support the business because, That's one of the best ways to build and scale your brand. Okay, so having people to close the volume of sales that you need is absolutely a crucial part of this. So we're still on number one. So I'm going to give you five things today. We're still on number one. And number one is revenue generation coupled with a balance of fiscal responsibility. And I'm going to talk about that in just a second. Okay, so we talked about you need a volume sales closing mechanism. We talked about the fact that you have to be able to generate leads at scale. We talked about the fact that you need to have people to close those leads and buy people. Um, That's not you. Um, We don't want that to be you. We want you to be the CEO. We want you to be thinking and making decisions and, and acting strategically on behalf of the business and the brand. And then finally, you have to have the physical and mental capacity to keep going. And I'm going to talk about this for a couple of minutes here. You know, one of the things that will put you at most risk to not achieve that scaled up growth is absolutely going to be your health. And one of the most important things that I would recommend for anyone who is looking to scale their sales, I don't care if you're listening to this today and you're a social seller for a company. Or maybe you're listening to this today and you're a CEO, or maybe you're listening to this today and you're a manager in a company, you know, whatever that looks like. One of the number one things I would recommend for anyone who wants to improve their profitability is start by improving your health. For me, every time I'm getting ready to do something big in the business that I know is going to be like a breakthrough, the first thing that I do is reinvest in my health and wellness. So, you, you really need to look at this from the standpoint of it requires a, a very dialed in sense of mental and physical capacity to, to scale up and to create high performance. And so when I say you need to have the physical and mental capacity to keep going, that is not only You need to invest in your health and your wellness so that you have the stamina, but also energetically, you need to start paying yourself more because if you are paying everyone else and you're paying the bills and you're paying the team and you're paying the commissions and you're spending on the ads and you're doing all these things and you do not increase your income you will lose focus, you will lose passion, because you will not feel a sense of connectivity that as the business is growing, you are also moving forward, not just in your business, but in your life, right? So the other thing is, is when I talk about having the physical and mental capacity to keep going, that means investing in your health is at the top of your list. Anybody that is listening right this right now that wants to make a big leap in your business between now and the end of the year, I would recommend that you immediately put yourself on some type of exercise and nutrition and sleep and, uh, you know, hydration regimen. Whether you're going to do that independently or whether you're going to do that with outside help, you will need it. You will absolutely need it. Most people will never get there because they will not be able to sustain the energy and the mental focus that is required to drive that kind of growth. And it will require more of you than you can even begin to fathom from the standpoint of your mental capacity, which means you need to be sleeping, you need to be drinking, you need to be fueling your body. You have to be putting yourself in an optimal position to be able to make the correct decisions and to be able to, to see things and pick up on things to, to make the right call in the right moment. And, and what I would say that is underestimated more than anything, I think people think that scaling is uh, just a sales game. And they think that it's if I just get my live launch, if I just hire enough people, you know, if I just, you know, do this or or do that, more than anything, scaling is a mental game it is it is mental gymnastics and it takes a level of thinking and foresight and strategy that i couldn't even wrap my head around. I did not even realize um, the the level of, of mental capacity it was going to require of me going through this. Um, I was actually shocked going through it. Um, so I would definitely say the physical and mental focus is really, really big and making sure that you're putting parameters around yourself that will allow you to sustain that high performance to be able to actually achieve that. So the four things that I just covered in number one is having a volume sales closing mechanism. Now you guys are lucky. You guys are all a part of my community. You don't need to go figure that out. You all have the live launch book, right? So you don't need to go figure that one out. We made it really easy for you. We taught you the mechanism to use. If you have not gone through a live launch workshop where it's been a little while, it's time to re-review. So that's number one. Number two, leads at scale. Referral marketing, scaled up advertising. Hybrid, they go hand in hand. Optimal is to have both working for you. Number three, you have to have the people to close the volume, right? Again, if you were looking at someone else's business and they told you they want to scale up their sales, and then they said, show me your sales force, and they showed you and there's no sales force, you would say that makes no sense at all. What are you doing, right? But when it's our own business, sometimes we miss these things right so that's not something that's taught in online marketing to build a sales force okay next the physical and mental capacity to keep going as i said already you need to get help or you need to get on a regime regime that is going to really focus on helping you to optimize your mental and physical stamina it is absolutely mental gymnastics and you have to put yourself in a space to be able to make thoughtful decisions at a high level with a level of sharpness in your cognitive focus that can only come from optimizing yourself. You know, this, you can't sleep deprive yourself to eight figures. You'll be in the hospital before that happens. You can't you can't run that tank down into the pedal, burning out the engine. You, you won't get there. And so, like I said, for me, whenever I'm getting ready to make a big leap in business, my first decision is something related to my health because I know that raising my mental and physical capacity immediately transitions over into the business. Okay. And then finally paying yourself, your expenses are going to go through the roof as you scale up. And so if you don't pay yourself when you're paying everyone else, I promise you are going to get to a point where you just don't want to do it anymore because you are not connected to the outcome of that progress happening. And that's why I talk so much about fiscal responsibility and about the importance of not only being able to generate money in the business, but being able to keep money in the business and to pay yourself and to grow your income as you're growing the income of your team. Because as a business owner, if you're disconnected from the progress that's happening, it's gonna be really hard to put yourself in the right mental state To perform optimally as a CEO. And I think the really important thing to remember as you go through this process is that you now have so much accountability and responsibility to others, right? And I say this all the time. Every time I make a decision now, that decision impacts me, my family, 500 clients, and 30 team members, their Team members, right? And, and they're their families. And it's it, it, it has a ripple effect. And so you have to take a higher level of accountability and responsibility in every area of life because what you're doing impacts so many more people. I saw the question come in. Do you pay yourself a percentage or a fixed salary? So I am on a fixed salary. I pay myself through the company a fixed salary. And then I also take dividends. Okay. So that is something important to think about as well. Number two, number two is team scale. So as you guys know, right, scaling your team is required. You, you're you not going to scale, especially a service-based business, which is who we serve without scaling the team. And that means you prioritize recruiting. It's a part of your everyday life. I want to say that again. You prioritize recruiting. It's a part of your everyday life. You are talent scouting constantly. As a CEO, to get from seven to eight figures, you make talent acquisition a top fundamental business focus every single day. Because without bringing in new talent, your your business will stop. You'll get to the point where you resist bringing in clients because you don't have the staff to to, to support it, okay? So you also wanna make sure with the focus on recruiting that in addition to that, that you are really dialing in the the onboarding process, the training process, all of your legal agreements, your employee handbook, your offer letter, all of your policies, you will have to redesign every asset in your business. Literally A to Z, every asset in your business will need to be redesigned. Okay. So onboarding coaching training a curriculum oh everyone's saying hi to you madison do you want to say hi hi say hi to everybody yeah are you my are you my business partner mm-hmm. okay all right so you're going to go through an a to z really redesign all of these things and what you're going to find as you go through this process is everything that worked so so well at six and seven figures now doesn't work anymore So you need to be prepared that you will be redoing literally A to Z, everything about what you're doing in the business. And the sooner that you realize that, the better, because then you can start getting help, right? You can get help. Um, You you are going to want to be working with an outside payroll company. You are going to be wanting to work with an outside resource for HR. You are going to be wanting to have a lawyer on retainer. Absolutely, without a doubt, you want to have a lawyer on retainer. Uh, and everything that you do at this level should be run through HR and legal before it makes it to the public. And so you know that is that is something that is a huge, huge change that you'll go through because the stakes are so much higher and because there is you know so much more um, that is that is impacting and the implications are so much bigger that you can't risk, making decisions in a vacuum. You you have to get counseling in a completely new and different way. Another great question came in um, that said, do you try to hire more of you or different? Um, I definitely hire different than myself. I think that diversity in your hiring approach is actually one of the most important scale strategies. For us, the diversity of our team has absolutely differentiated us and elevated us in the market in so many ways. We have diversity in every aspect of how you would look at diversity. And I 100% can confidently say that diversifying your staff will elevate your brand to heights that you, you can't even imagine. So I would say no, do not try to hire more of yourself. Not to say that you can't bring in you know, someone that, uh, you know, reminds you of you or that has similar talent as you. But it's much more important to focus on diversifying your staff than it is to try and replicate yourself because you need to find the, the people. If, if you look at the pie of what needs to be done in the business, you know, you're good at a sliver this big. And and your, your job is to make your sliver as small and tight as possible in your zone of genius and then to hire all around you people that have their own genius that's different from you. And if you look at Team Unstoppable, I would say that is probably one of the things that I am most proud of. I have hired people with absolute genius in 30 different areas not all in the same area. And that's what makes us so strong. And so you definitely want to have a diversity strategy with recruiting. And that should be a priority because that is absolutely going to make just a a huge difference in your ability to elevate for sure. In terms of order of hiring, I see a lot of questions coming in about that as well. Uh, You're going to absolutely start with someone um, that's going to do admin and operations to get all of the tactical things off your plate, give you your time back so you can focus on Revenue producing activities. And then once you have that in place, you immediately want to turn back around and hire someone that can help you with visibility. That's going to be sales, that's going to be marketing, that's going to be conversions, right? So I always say you start with the two legs of business you have operations and you have revenue generation. And then they're going to split down into all the other roles that are going to expand outward. And then ultimately, you're going to have sales, marketing, operations, HR, finance legal, uh, so on and so forth. Okay. So you're just going to start from where you are with what you've got one foot in front of the other, and then simply tying, you know, each of these strategies together. Okay. So the team scale is going to not only include effective onboarding and a strong curriculum and all those things, but coupled with that is the ability to rapidly exit the wrong hires you will make a couple mishires in this process. You will make a couple mishires in this process. And your ability to get them exited quickly is paramount, paramount. And you will know quickly, the better you get at your onboarding process and the better that you get at your facilitating of curriculum, the sooner you're going to know when someone's not the right fit. And this is, again, why you need to have your ducks in a row working with a a good payroll company, a good HR resource, a good legal resource so that they come in and they're they're gone before anyone even know that they were there because the second that you identify that they're not going to be the right fit for your organization, they're exited. It's better for them and it's better for you. And then the final piece of that, of the team scale which is number two. The final piece is the 4X method. Now, uh, hopefully a lot of you guys have read my book, Bigger Than You. Uh, Bigger Than You is the Bible for building an unstoppable team. It is literally A to Z, everything that I built this company on that has taken us from zero to six to seven to eight figures. And it will be the same thing that takes us to nine and beyond. So if you haven't read bigger than you grab a a copy on the website, kellyrichcoaching.com that, that is your manual. It is literally your manual. And I can honestly say, I wrote that book, um, when I think I had maybe a team of three people and we have over 30 now and not one thing has changed. Not one, uh, not one thing has changed. Okay. So definitely grab a copy of that book and follow it. But the Forex principle is everything because going back to fiscal responsibility, if you try to scale your company and you don't use the Forex principle, what will happen is you will go bankrupt and you will be broke and the business will end up needing to be shut down. And this is what happens over and over and over and over again. People start having some success they start spending like crazy. It's a free for all. Money's flying all over the place. They're investing back in the business. They're not fiscally responsible. They're going into debt. All of a sudden the debt just keeps growing and growing and then ultimately it just it's it it, it implodes. The 4 principle is what allows you to make sure that as you're scaling each hire that you make is going to pay to cover and float the next hire until they get to 4X themselves. So instead of spiraling downward in debt, you now have a sustainable company in which you can continue to reinvest profitably without going into debt and bankrupting the business and ultimately losing the dream that you just killed yourself to build. So the the final point on that is the 4X. Number three is you will need a management infrastructure. People wait too long and they're not thinking about the fact that on average, it will take you three to five years to develop someone from within to be ready to lead and manage. And if you want someone to be ready much more sooner than that, then you need to be recruiting specifically for that. And you need to be working on that long long in advance. So let's say anyone that is listening to the show today feels like they're a year out to two years out from needing management. I would make that an urgent priority now. Okay. So if you feel like you are within 24 months of needing management in your company, I would say you are now in the red zone where you need to be thinking and planning and recruiting and taking action on that now. Because even if you're going to bring them in to one of the roles you're hiring for now and then elevate them within, you're gonna need time with them in order to do that, okay? So management infrastructure is key. and, And coupled with that, really making sure that your company is a place that can attract top talent because you have a career progression plan, you have solid offer letters, you have a review process, you know, you're, you're really looking ahead and saying, as you're presenting opportunities to people, where can they grow into? What is the next step? What is going to make them want to choose to stay here long term? Okay, so that is number three. Number four is you will need to be prepared to go through and to really invest in a lot of things that you're not going to want to invest in. And what I mean by that is, you know, as you are scaling up and as you're making this transition, what becomes important in the business really shifts and changes. And you realize that risk prevention and management becomes almost your number one priority in order to be able to continue and bring this process full circle. Um, Risk management really becomes your top priority, which means that Number one, you're putting your money into things like technology. You're putting your money into legal fees. You're putting your money into HR consulting. You're putting your money into redesign of systems and infrastructure. And what you have to realize is that you think that you have your business dialed in and running like a well-oiled machine. And then when you start welcoming clients in 50, 100, 100 more than a hundred at a time, all of a sudden you realize everything's broken. Everything's broken. Nothing works anymore because what works at one level is not going to work at the next level. And so the more that you can be thinking ahead and really allowing yourself to say, okay, I'm going to need help. How do I get myself in the room with someone that's at seven, multiple seven figures, eight figures, how do I get myself into a place where I can get feedback and ideas and direction from someone who has gone through this is absolutely huge. Because the stuff that you're going to come across, like you won't even know really where to place that or what to do with that, because it's stuff you never even would have thought of. The things that you're spending your time on are completely different than where you were, which is why, and I want to emphasize this, to go from seven to eight figures, you have to focus on engineering the celebrity of your team. You have to focus on promoting from within, creating opportunities for leadership, teaching your people to run independently and to exercise their entrepreneurial spirit and to own their role. Because it's only when you can get the business essentially running day to day without you that you will be able to do the CEO role that is required. That's now all of these new things that no one was doing before. No one was doing them before because it wasn't necessary. So this new job was just created that unfortunately is the most sensitive, most important, highest risk area of the business, legal. HR, finance, and all of a sudden your job completely changes because all this stuff is now urgent and important. And you don't want to lightly outsource making decisions in these areas. Okay. So get ready for systems redesign, technology redesign, infrastructure redesign, legal redesign, HR redesign. I already mentioned getting all of your contracts in order, uh, your, your, all of your employment paperwork, making sure that you're redesigning and updating your client agreements, um, your policies in your company, your handbook, all of the policies that you had when you were this baby company with two or three people, it all goes out the window. Literally this year alone, I, I feel like we started a new company. and And literally, I went through the entire business building process all over again because we had to redesign everything to accommodate and to support 30 people versus three. And, and that is exactly what you will go through. Now for us, this happened really, really quickly, right? So, you know, we were very low multiple, you know, seven and, and went to eight in, in like a year. So for us, that was super hyper growth. Thank you, live launch. Um, But, you know, so, you know, it may be that quick for you. It may not be. Um, What I would say is being prepared for these things and aligning resources and putting yourself in a room with individuals that are already there um, or are well on their way is is definitely a huge piece of this. Um, And then finally, and this is where I want to end today, And then I'll take questions. So if you have questions, go ahead and and head on over to the chat. I would love to take some questions at the end of today's session. But really focusing on having a superior product and strong client endorsement. I heard a a quote from Elon Musk the other day. And, you know, obviously, like his, his company is probably the most overvalued company in the world right now. And, you know, he was saying, you know, people in the U.S. need to put down their sales PowerPoints and they need to focus on making a better product. And I could not agree more with that statement. He is absolutely right. He is obsessively focused on elevating and differentiating his product. And that is why his his value of his product and his company uh, has gotten to where it is and has gotten the notoriety that it has and has overtaken giants. Um, in his industry that I've been around for decades. And so, you know, for us, I spent the majority of this year really focusing on redesigning uh, with all of the new people that we brought in, the new leadership, um, the new support structure that we built. I spent the majority of my energy this year on improving the customer experience, accelerating customer results, increasing customer engagement improving the number of clients that we were getting testimonials success stories and results for and then taking that and and turning that around into building our ambassador program and that without a doubt without a doubt was the best use of this year i there's nothing more valuable i would do it all over again i would change nothing about that because The results that our clients are getting is why people are bum rushing us from around the globe and they're coming to join our programs because they are hearing from dozens and dozens of people that happily get on camera week after week after week and say, you changed my life. My business went from here to here, made a six-figure leap in a month or 30 days or 45 days or whatever the case. And that has created such an elevated Brand reputation for us in the market that selling has become so easy, so intuitive for us, and and a lot of the scale has hinged on our ability to improve our product. We provide a clearly superior product in the market. And because we provide a clearly superior product in the market, and our clients will happily go out in the market and be our ambassadors and share that with people, that has translated into the springboard for us to accomplish this goal in about a year's time. And so, you know, I, I really want to share more than anything that putting your heart and and putting your head and applying it to improving customer experience. Value for your customer, loyalty for your customer, the results your customer is achieving, and your customer um, ambassador program is absolutely one of the one of the biggest and most important elements of this scale process, and probably the most important one. And you know, when I look at everything that we've accomplished and and where we are and where we're going next, I believe that. The most important thing that we did in all of this was improve and accelerate our customers' results. And I know without a doubt that when we do a live launch, I can stand behind what we're doing. And I can say with a straight face that our product is superior because it is. And the results our clients get are superior because they are and because they are everywhere screaming it from the rooftops. It, it's not just, uh, you know, us sharing that, but it's it's a whole army of other people. And so I would definitely say those of you that have a teaching heart that are people of service first I would say, do not think that you can't scale and do not think that you're out of the game because you want to focus on serving and you want to focus on putting your customer first. I think that's quite to the contrary. I think that will absolutely differentiate you in the market. And that will be the thing that if, if you and the competitor put the same amount of sales energy behind what you're doing, I believe you will be the one that will rise to the top if you focus on your customer first. Service over-delivery, exceptional experience, retention, ascension, right? And and then referrals. And that's how I would kind of tie all of this together with a bow is really client first. You know, I teach the Care More model and that is how we go to market is with the Care More model. And, you know, when we were setting our goals as a company and talking about where we wanted to go and why, uh, this was the number one conversation that I had with my team that we will become the number one coaching company in the world because we simply care more. And that has been the heartbeat of this business from day one. And, and I want to pass that baton on to you. And, and I want to share that, um, you know, this will be the best the best thing that you could ever put forth um, in your business is, is that energy and effort behind caring more. And it will differentiate you and it will elevate you and it will pay off beyond belief. So I hope these five core things were really helpful for you today in mapping out your journey from seven to eight figures. I see some people asking about the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Program. Yes, you can go to uerevolution.com to check out the Unstoppable Entrepreneur. Go to my main website, kellyroachcoaching.com to check that out. Um, But yeah, these are all the principles that we teach in UE. And what I always say about UE is that we teach principles, we teach timeless principles. And because we teach timeless principles, you will continue to apply those principles that we teach at zero, six figures, seven figures, eight figures and beyond. And so those of you that are listening to this show that are in UE, congratulations to you because you have put yourself in a space where you are studying and learning the principles that you are going to carry with you at every single stage of the process, and that's what's so cool about the UE program is that you're going to carry those things with you um, for forever. Uh, I see some questions coming in. I'm new. I'm starting a new business. Who should be my first hire? Uh, you definitely want to get a VA. Or someone that can help you with admin operations and tactical to-dos first. That should absolutely be your first hire so that you can focus on profit-producing activities. Great question. What other questions do we have? I see a lot of loving UE. I see a lot of UE love going here. Um, Thank you guys so, so much for that. Um, Again, you can go to KellyBridgeCoaching.com and click on the link for the Unstoppable Entrepreneur to learn more. And uh, or you can connect with anyone on my team. There's members of Team Unstoppable right there on the feed. And I'm just looking at some other questions here. Okay. Judy writes, how can I differentiate myself in the marketplace? I'm a Christian business coach with 30 years of sales experience, 20 years as a trial lawyer, two as general counselor, director of HR, and 15 years as an entrepreneur. A lot of real world experience that all bears on my approach and what I teach. Well, Judy, you just said it. So my biggest differentiator in the online space has always been that I have Fortune 500 experience and that I have run a $50 million business and I've managed a team of 100 people and that everything that I teach is based on real world business experience. So Judy, for you, your differentiator is all of those things that you just mentioned. It's the fact that you are able to bring that collective experience to the people that are looking to learn from you and be coached by you. And so one person will come in because they like the fact that you were a director of HR. Another person will come in because you were a general counselor and another person will come in because they like the fact that you're Christian and the list just goes on and on and on. So, you know, that's the biggest thing guys is just acknowledging and, and celebrating the experience that you have and what you've accomplished is, is absolutely huge. Absolutely huge. Great. Do we have any other questions before we wrap up here? I'll just give it one more second before we wrap up. Awesome. And I just want to share, I so appreciate all of the feedback about UE that we keep getting on the feed. My gosh, you guys are amazing. And thank you so much for sharing your feedback on the program and and that you believe that we're the Harvard of online education means the absolute world to us. And we thank you so much for honoring us with the opportunity to guide you through this process. And I wanna thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen into the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show. And if there's anyone that you know in the entrepreneurial world that could benefit from the tips that I shared on today's show, I would so appreciate if you would tag them in the feed or share this episode over with them. Help us keep making a bigger difference. Help us serve more people. And again, thanks so much for tuning in and being a part of our Unstoppable Entrepreneur community. Thanks, everybody. To join the absolutely free live launch workshop where you will learn the simplest method on the planet to simplify your launches and scale your service-based business online, text live launch, all one word, to 44222. Text live launch to 44222. We'll see you on the inside.